Hello, how is everyone today? Welcome back to BioNexus Health podcast series, Autism Approved. Today, we will be discussing a little bit about apartment hunting. Now, this is going to be, uh, I guess, more or less focused on the basics that's required if you are uh, hunting for a new apartment, you know, a new rental space for your family, especially if you have a child with environmental illness and autism spectrum disorder. So um, I have one mom, one autism mom here with me today who uh, will be joining me. Uh, we, we have Sarah here today. She is about to begin the process of apartment hunting. And um, it'll be a perfect opportunity for her to learn something, you know, get some pointers in the right direction. So uh, let's do that, shall we? Let's um, go ahead and uh, uh, welcome Sarah to today's podcast and get started with the apartment hunting. Welcome to the BioNexus Health Podcast with Dr. Jodi A. Dashaw, who holds a PhD in integrative medicine, is board certified in integrative pediatrics, an internationally recognized pioneering clinician and author. And now here's your host of BioNexus Health Podcast, Dr. Jodi A. Dashaw. There we go. Hey, Sarah, good to see you again. Good to see you again, Dr. Dashaw. So uh, today we'll be discussing what you are about to undertake, right? It's no uh, small task to move from uh, one apartment to another and you're looking to rent uh, another apartment and you mentioned that it was uh, new construction. Uh, the, the one I live right now? No, the, the one that you're... Uh, uh, going to move into is uh, is being built. It's it's a twenty twenty two construction. Yeah, I'm still. They didn't approve me yet. I don't know whether they're gonna do or not. So I'm still hunting. I don't know when they're gonna let me in. Oh, you're you're still hunting. Okay. Yeah, they're still building, so it's not ready. So I don't know. Right. And my 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 lease will be up on April. Oh, this coming April. Okay, good, yes. good. So that that uh, that gives you a number of months to yes. kind of you know look around yeah. and see what is the best option for you, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, because um, you know during our appointment when you asked me uh, what you should be looking for, I thought you know why not just uh, do a complete podcast so it can help mm -hmm. many people, yeah. right? With, with, with the housing market being what it is currently in the U.S., you know, it's know. impossible other than go for a rental until things change yes. for the better. Yeah, yes. I know. Yeah. All right. So, you know, um, one, uh, one way to proceed would be because there is uh, quite a bit of ground to cover and uh, uh, the, the the main reason why I wanted to do today's podcast was because, you know, you informed me that it was a completely new construction being built in 2022. So you were like, hey, it's new construction, you know, it should be great, we'll just move in. So that's when it, it, uh, it rang a warning bell in my head. And I'm like, no, no, uh, there are still a few pointers that you need, even though it's a new construction. Okay. Right. So uh, with new construction, 
this is what we had done. And if, if I kind of follow along the, the procedure that I used when we were uh, looking to rent a new construction apartment for my son, you know, as, as he went away to, uh, to college, uh, I think that might be helpful because it would be personal and practical experience. And then I'll give a few additional, I'm sure you'll have questions. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So first, yes, you know, we looked for a, an apartment building that was a brand new construction. So it's, uh, it was, you know, it's on an island. So um, I, I was worried about moisture, right? Because Long Island, New York City is, uh, I mean, entire New York City is an island, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's like yeah. surrounded by, by so much water. So there's a, a, a lot of moisture and uh, hunting for an apartment in uh, New York City is, uh, that's the main consideration is, is you know, uh, moisture, uh, water damage, uh, construction materials used, you know, what was the quality of the construction. So when it's an apartment, the building is finished, uh, there are certain pointers which you can look at before you say, okay, you know, this is the building that I'm going to. So there was one apartment building that was six months old, right? Only six months ago, it was built. Very modern, very nice, very open, bright, sunshine, airy, big rooms. But, you know, as soon as we walked in the building to get to the elevator, it started smelling very moldy started smelling very musty you know air conditioning was blasting it, because it was hot right um it, it was blasting uh, at full and we started to smell this and then as as we were uh, we were uh, walking in uh, i saw you know like not all apartments are garden apartments right many apartments are apartment buildings where you have to go through the lobby uh, you know, it's, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. So uh, you you have to go through the lobby, look at the elevators, and then you know take the elevators upstairs. So that's how uh, this building was. And walking through the lobby, of course, lobby had you know a lot of fragrance that they spray in the air. Yes. So it was yeah, it was really hard. So what I did was I looked up at the ceiling at the vent, okay, because, you know, AC was blasting full on. So I looked up at the vent and uh, since it was only six months old, uh, all I could see was little black dots around the vent. It wasn't full on, you, you know, surrounded with mold. So that, that was like, okay, something is uh, going on there something's wrong with the with the overall HVAC. And then when I went into the hallways, like, it, you know, it, it was apartment 330. So we had to go from 301, you know, all the way around to apartment number 330. And as we were uh, walking down the hallway, the floor was carpeted in the hallway. And I saw, uh, little patches of, you know, uh, um, I guess doggy feet. So I knew, yeah, so, you know, animals were allowed. 
And then uh, I, I was able to get a little bit of odor as well, you know, I mean, so the, the hygiene wasn't that great. And then when we went to this beautiful apartment, again, lovely, right? Uh, very bright sunshine, lots of windows, glass everywhere. Um, very reasonably priced as well, right? Rent-wise. But the, the smell in the air, it was yeah. very musty. So there was no way yes. I, I was going to do anything with that apartment. So we, we walked out and then we saw another um, apartment building, which was, you know, the lobby was clean and clear. The carpeting was clean and clear. We also used the lobby bathroom just to just, just you know, kind of check the uh, cleanliness standards. Mm -hmm. uh, and this was actually near the water. So that was very interesting that, that this building that is uh, on the water, right, in a waterfront is maybe one block away. You can see that from the windows as well. But the construction was good overall, right? Even from the outside, uh, we saw that there was no window air conditioners. Okay, there was nothing hanging out, right? Uh, so, you know, it was central air. So each apartment had its own little furnace, own little boiler, um, and so heating and cooling was its own. So each apartment had its own. Um, I saw that the, uh, you know, I, I was looking up at the windows and I saw that below each apartment, there were vents for the dryer, right? Each apartment had its own washer dryer as well. Right, stackable, okay. you know, yes. uh, one about yes. small, it's fine. At least it's your own individual. And plus it was new construction, so brand new. Mm -hmm. All right, so th that was a big plus. I'm like, you know what? Uh, there are no window ACs. There is no, uh, no splits. Uh, there's no wall ACs as well. You know, sometimes there is yeah. this big, uh, yeah. So, um, have you seen those? Uh, those apartments where they have this uh, big console for heating and cooling that is like stuck in the wall. Yes, yes. Right. So yes. I, I have uh, seen apartments with that. I've had reports of patients that pay very high rent for apartments with that console. Mm -hmm. um, and inside, you know, there's green and white mold growing. Oh my God. Because the, the, the filters are never clean. So if you're looking at new construction that has those, uh, you know, big box, mm -hmm. a control box, you know, control console stuck in the wall and, and on the outside, uh, when, when you're looking from the outside, you know, it just looks mm -hmm. like a black grill in the wall, right? Which is yeah. the outlet, the exhaust. Yes. Yeah. Uh, check inside the console to just make okay. sure that that it's clean. If there is any mold, it's going to spread. I know. It can happen. It can happen okay. because, you know, construction workers, and sometimes the windows are left open for fresh air, etc. Yeah. You know, and then water comes in, you know, they, they kind of forget to close the windows. Um, I had 
uh, one patient who I recommended that I understand it's new construction apartment, but have the, the vents, the, the AC and heating vent cleaned mm -hmm. up, you know, with, at wow. your own expense, obviously. Yeah. The, um, uh, apartment complex is not going to pay. Of it, no. I won't pay. Yeah. You know? So she did. And it, I mean, she was skeptical. No, no, it's brand new. I'm like, please just, you know, this, this is a little child with autism. I'm telling you, yeah. it's your child with autism. I so know. Just try. She did. And the vent cleaning company found two beer cans in the ducts. Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. So, of wow. course, you know, uh, uh, Beer is a medium for mold to grow. So there was mold inside the, the beer cans. Luckily, yes. there wasn't mold uh, in, in obvious in the duct, right? Okay. So uh, I gave her suggestions on how to sanitize the ducts. Oh. And she was glad uh, that she did that. So wow. isn't that interesting? You know, construction workers. Wow. They just threw in there. <laughs> they just put it in uh, there. You know, I guess it was uh, still under construction. And I, I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah. Maybe they were, I don't know. I know. But that, that can happen. Um, so, yes. So uh, what we did was, you know, we approached the apartment. We, uh, as I was in the hallway, the hallway has um, heating and AC vent. Right, it was up on the ceiling. So I looked again, it looked fine. There was no black marks. Mm -hmm. We went inside the apartment, smelled fresh. So there was no smell. Uh, it, moisture. It, mm -hmm. Right, right, yeah, yeah. There was no moisture. Okay. Uh, so, I, so it looked okay. I mean, it looked clean, Sarah, right? So I was mm -hmm. like, okay, you know, the, the, the walls were white. Uh, ceiling was painted white. Um, AC was on, there was no smell, nice windows. And um, so first thing I checked was the furnace. Okay. okay. So I asked him to open the furnace door and I looked and they had a, a very, I mean, beyond basic, it was like absolutely ridiculous filter in the furnace. It was like nothing, you know, it was a thin piece of, I don't know what, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, it just looked like, you know, thin piece of uh, filtration material and it, it was pointing the wrong way. Oh. So it wasn't doing anything. Uh, so that was the first thing I checked. So I knew that, you know, I would have to provide my own. That's one thing I recommend always is that change the furnace filter um, ask for the furnace filter size mm -hmm. and uh, change it to one example you know and I have no affiliation with the with the company you know there are uh, many different companies out there that make filters like filtrate is one yeah it's available at Home Depot you must have seen right filtrate um, yeah. So they have uh, one filter that's called as I think it's ultra ultra allergen or or you know allergy gold or something like that you know some nice fancy name which 
which filters all the allergens out. Oh, okay. And uh, and there is a MERV value, M for Mary, E for Edward, R, V for Victor. So M-E-R-V. The MERV value should be 11 or 12. So, so the filter should be MERV 11 or MERV 12. Okay. And uh, this filter should be changed every couple months. Okay. Okay, so that, that's uh, one thing to note. And, you know, uh, one question that, that um, uh, you might ask is, do they allow you to do that? Well, yeah, that, that would be a good question, yeah. Okay, so because, you know, this electric cabinet has to be opened and mm -hmm. it's usually locked yep. in, in a rental. Yes, uh, they have what is called as a reasonable accommodations form. Okay. So if you have someone with special needs, it is by law uh, that they yeah. have to give you that reasonable accommodations form. Okay. Right. And you fill it out um, and they will approve. You know, they, they'll probably say you, it's going to be at your expense, blah, blah, blah. And of yes. course, it's going to be at our expense, right? So yes, I don't yeah. mind if they let me. <laughs> right. I will not mind at all. So they will let you. They have to let you. Uh, if you need any kind of um, any kind of letter from a physician, you know, let me yeah. know. Usually, that is not required. They might ask you for the name of the physician, right? Mm -hmm. But but that's fine. Uh, okay. So that's one thing to do. Right. Okay. Then um, after that, we checked the washer and the dryer. So the washer and dryer was brand new. Um, okay. Unfortunately, it was a front loading washer. Okay. For washing the clothes, mm -hmm. but at least it was inside the apartment. You know, some of the some of the new construction apartments that we saw. Mm -hmm. uh, every floor had a common washer. Yeah. yeah, so everybody can use it. Yes, so yeah. that is not ideal. I mean, I guess for the first uh, first month or so, it would be, I don't know, you know, but um, I have a full podcast on washing machine. Oh. And, you know, in that, I talk about, um, I'll, I'll probably link it to this podcast. Okay. Uh, in that, I talk about front-loading washing machines, how moldy they can get, and it, it's very important to be uh, to be careful. And and there's yeah. no way you can do anything about it. So I mean, uh, I don't know. You know, if that happens, let me know, and we'll see if if we can uh, we can ask for some reasonable accommodations. I mean, uh, in in this scenario reasonable accommodations would only be if they can assign you one washing machine is for, in, you know, say they have like four washing machines uh, and maybe they can assign one to you and say that, okay, this is for your family as part of reasonable accommodations. But that's hard. It's very hard, yeah. So it would be best to look for some, some place that has its own washer dryer. Yeah, where I live right now, I have my own washer and dryer, but they yeah. old. They old. A couple of days ago, I was just wiping with Clorox because it becomes dusty. But one time, I remember uh, the dryer was not working properly, and they 
I told them the rental office and they gave me another old one. Oh. And I'm like, why don't you just give me a new one? But so they usually don't like to give new right. uh, appliances. They don't want to spend that much money on, you know, rental office. That's my experience right now. Right. That's why I'm moving out. Plus the water flood that I have like a few months ago. Um, so I'm like, I have to get a place. Um, yes. It's, it's scary. And then mold-wise, I think a lot of us, we don't know how, how can, you know, it affects your health and your life. Because most of the time, they, the doctors, they don't talk about it, number one. Number two, we leave apartments that, you know, already built. And then when you're renting, if you don't ask questions, if you're, even if you ask, because I ask them, I always say, um, my son is sensitive. I need, um, you know, I want to make sure there's no mold, there's no water damage before us. They always say no. For example, when the water damage happened in my apartment now, I have my neighbor, uh, she's a nurse. She said, so one day she saw me that, because I, I had to be out like three weeks, almost three weeks, took all my stuff out, throw away most of the stuff that the water touched my beds, carpets, everything. And then she said, oh, I had the same issue five years ago. I didn't know that. And we have the same unit, you know. So even if mine never had, my neighbor had it. So my question would be, if my neighbor had like water flood and they have mold, do you think we can get that into our house too? Oh yeah, I mean, yes, yes. So that is so interesting. Yeah, they will not inform you if, no. your, if your neighbor had the water damage. I mean, uh, it will depend on the extent of the damage. That is, um, that is not uncommon. You, you know, if, yeah. if there was, um, any kind of water damage that came in, say, for example, from the window, or if there was an, any kind of water influx that came in from an apartment above you, mm. right? You know, yes. like the, the bathroom leaked or something. Yeah, they just patch it up and they put a, a, a new coat of paint and they don't inform you, but it can affect you. That is why it's important to do uh, earn me or hurts me before, before, you know, you confirm rental. So I, I was going to come to that, especially if there's carpeting. Uh, one of the things, so today, you know, I'm not going to discuss remediation. I'm going to discuss what is the best apartment uh, or, you know, uh, uh, whatever size you're looking for. You know, some people are looking to rent a townhome, uh, you know, along those lines. Uh, and it would be similar criteria which would be used is no carpeting. Uh, most new construction apartments that don't have carpeting, they use LVP uh, flooring, which is, you know, luxury vinyl plank, which is typically waterproof. So that, that works well, you know, if, if you have a pet, uh, like many apartments allow um, for an extra fee to, you know, people who have a dog or a cat or something. And, you know, if so, uh, one of the most disgusting things is to go into an apartment that's carpeted and the, 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 the previous renter's uh, animal has peed on it oh, or something, okay. you know, it's, it's, it's yep. very, uh, 
it, not just the smell, it is also the bacteria that grow in that environment. You know, it's not just the mold again, it's, it's the uh, volatile organic compounds and the bacteria that grow in that environment that can also affect you. So yes, no carpeting. Uh, most apartment complexes that do have wall to wall will say that, no, you know, we actually steam clean and sanitize. So people say, oh, wow. And people think steam, great. You know, it's extremely hot. It's going to kill everything, you know, and then they put something on the carpet to sanitize. But think about this, that underneath the carpet is the pad. Okay. That's very absorbent. Yeah. <laughs> so even if, uh, if the uh, carpet dries after the steam cleaning, right? Because they clean and then they dry it. Just remember that the pad underneath doesn't dry very quickly. No. Okay. And I've seen when they were removing, it's like spongy. You, you know, yes. it's going to absorb a lot. Yes. It can yep. absorb a lot of water. It's spongy, so it's soft. Yep. So that works against it. And if it is steam cleaned and you move into this place, uh, that's the problem because within 24 hours, mold can start to develop where there is, you know, uh, water logging. And after a few days, you can be sure. Now, if it's in the rug, it's going to slowly crank, uh, climb up the drywall. So, you know, it becomes invisible, but it climbs up. And uh, where your drywall meets the window, they, you know, they are like tiny spores, right? Point, uh, 0.03 microns. So yeah. that's how they come out into your living space and living environment. So yes, no carpeting. Uh, yeah. Some apartment complexes I saw that had um, no carpeting in the living areas, but only in the bedroom. That's where I have, what I have right now. That's what you have, right? So we had said, you know, um, our son has extremely severe life-threatening allergies to dust and mold. So can you remove the carpet? They were willing to do that, of course, at my expense. Yep. Okay. So if there was no choice, I would have gone for that. But luckily, we did find an apartment that had its own furnace, own washer dryer, brand, brand new construction, no carpeting anywhere. Okay, then, uh, so that's that. Then the next thing we looked at was uh, the vent. The AC and heating vent was clean and clear. I didn't see any, uh, any issue, you know. Uh, so we had the vents cleaned. Then after that, we looked at the bathroom. We saw uh, we, we needed to look at the caulking around the bathtub, around the toilet, right? Uh, one thing to do is, is you know, um, seeing, uh, open the cabinet under the sink, all the sinks in the kitchen and as many ever bathrooms you have. Open the cabinet, look underneath. Sometimes it's unfinished. Okay, okay. So, so that big hole in the wall where the pipe comes in underneath the sink is visible and you can get a smell. But this was clean and clear, you know. Uh, I touched the pipe. Uh, there was no micro leaks, both in the kitchen. You know, in, in the kitchen, there was the garbage disposal as well. So I ran it, I ran the water, 
I turned the garbage disposal on at the same time. And then I looked underneath, be careful, right? Um, and I checked for leaks, there wasn't any. I mean, I used my hand and it, and it was fine. I didn't put my hand inside the disposal, obviously, just, you know, yeah, in the safe zone. And we did that. So that was clear. Then um, back to the bathroom, I lifted up the lid off the toilet tank and looked inside to see if there was any mold. There wasn't, so that's good. And then I put my hand behind the toilet tank. I also mm -hmm. looked behind and there wasn't any mold there either. So that was good. Um, I did not, so this was completely new construction, right? So I knew I was going to do duct cleaning and I knew I was going to do small particle cleaning. Um, I did, I did not have time for an ERMI or hurts me analysis because apartments were going fast. I was like, you know what? That's the only point that that's missing is a clean and clear ERMI analysis. But, you know, looking at everything that I looked at, oh, I forgot one thing, the windows. Windows, uh, okay. Yes. I looked at if the apartment has a, uh, an outdoor patio or a balcony, just make sure that all around the window, there is a proper seal. Yeah. So no water comes in. Okay. Right? So, um, yeah, make sure that, you know, because oftentimes you will find that the, the, the uh, white caulking around the window, especially if there is a... Uh, uh, balcony outside there are cracks in the caulking around the window right uh, sometimes you will see uh, cracks in the bricks which you shouldn't see if it's new construction yeah but that is going to let water in and in in you know for us living in the northeast you know we're going to get snow and ice and rain and and you know uh, what else hurricanes and thunderstorms and blizzards so we need to be sure that there is no moisture seeping in. Uh, if there is a little bit, you know, this is something easy actually. Um, we were able to go ahead and do the caulking on our own for the window. You know, this was a little uh, one bedroom apartment that, that we had for my son um, for college. So we did all that on our own. You know, we said, okay, let's go ahead uh, and say yes to the rental because everything else was fine. Okay. So I told you that we changed the furnace filter, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And then after, and the, the furnace filter since then, it's been two years now, since then has been changed, you know, every couple months. You know what we did? We actually moved from one building to another when, when the other building was, uh, was absolutely brand new construction. Right. So oh. very interestingly, the old building, which was still only two years old. Yes. Now, when, when we go in there, I see the mold around the vent. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's only two years old, you know, and it's just because they, they have constant air conditioning during the summer. It's always blasting. I don't know how much maintenance. Uh, right you know they they mm -hmm. check so yeah um anyways 
So um, two points I forgot to mention. New construction, so it should be okay, but if it is directly under the roof, and if it is a flat roof, mm -hmm. new construction should be okay for a few years. If the roof is slanting, okay, that is even better actually, especially in our kind of weather. Oh. If the roof is pitched and it's brand new construction, that mm -hmm. is absolutely fantastic. Um, so, you know, if, if you can get, get a top floor apartment in a new construction building, whether the roof is flat or pitched, that is really good. Okay. How about if it is town townhomes? I used to live townhomes. Maybe it's better... Okay, so same thing. Um, I mean, uh, if it's a new construction townhome, yeah. same principles will apply, yeah. right? You know, whether it's like rental or, you know, if, if you are uh, buying it from someone else, but uh, yeah, the same now, we, we will, uh, what else applies? I mean, obviously apartments and condos are the same thing. Condos, co-ops, apartments, same difference but you know townhomes have an upper level and a lower level so the one thing yes. that applies here in a townhome if the air conditioning is in the attic okay you uh, and if it's new construction you should be okay but you have to maintain that air conditioning to make sure that the drain pan if it's in the attic is always yes you know, kept clear mm -hmm. because the, the, the drain pan, if it gets filled up, it leaks out, right? You know, you have the insulation in the attic that's going to catch the moisture and get moldy. The AC coils get moldy and then uh, it comes into the house as well. So yes. that's one difference. Now, again, with the, with the townhome or, uh, or an apartment that is on the first floor, and below, you know, I've seen the, I, I saw those apartments as well. That, That's what I live now. Yes, Somewhere, yeah. on the first floor, right? Ground yeah. floor, first floor. Yeah. yeah. So now ground floor in other, uh, in other countries is known as first floor in the United States. Yeah. You don't have yeah. a ground floor, right? So no. just so I, in case there are people listening yeah. from another <laughs> country. So, yeah. So on the first floor apartments here, you have to be very careful if there is a basement. First floor apartments are not desirable. It's best to avoid uh, if there is a basement. Okay. Or even, even if there is a, a, a crawl space. Like some of the old fashioned apartments, you know, which I don't recommend anyways, but the, the ones that we saw had a basement where, you know, uh, they, they had not maintained the basement very well at all. You know, I, I, I could see from walking around the building on the outside that it was disgusting. I know. So all of that will come up through, through the flooring into the apartment. You know, um, I, I did not find any uh, moisture barriers. Uh, there was foam insulation, which is like really toxic. The apartment we have for Brian now um, the first floor is actually an open air garage. Okay. So that's great. And the apartments start from the second, second floor. 
Okay. So there's nothing underneath, but still, you know, <clears throat> there are lots of pipes that run in the ceiling of the garage. So <clears throat> there was a pipe burst wow. in the ceiling of the garage. So one day, uh, uh, um, actually my cleaning lady, she came in the front door and she said, you know, doc, luckily I was there, right? Visiting my son. And she said, Doc, there is water in the hallway. Uh, so, you know, we, we, we always take our shoes off when we come in right there. So there was water. Um, and if, if you step on the, on the floorboards, there's squishy, squish, squish, squish yes. water. What the heck is going on? So I, um, I call the maintenance. I'm, I'm very firm, I'm aggressive, you know, and then they know what I do. So he came <laughs> within like 10 minutes, right? And I said, what is this? You know, this is, uh, if, if anything happens to my son because of this, it's your responsibility, that's that. So they were like, no, 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 we're gonna fix it now, you know, and they went into the neighbor's apartment to check if there was any water leakage on neighbors on both sides, it was fine. Then long story short was that it was in the garage, in the ceiling, they had pipes, of course, you know, it's a big building. Yes. Uh, and those pipes are covered with insulation, foam insulation. So they had to remove that. And they, uh, they checked and they found uh, a, a small leak in a pipe. Wow. So th that was fixed. Now, luckily, remember those floors are luxury vinyl plank. So they okay. are waterproof. And luckily there was no... Um, no soundproofing padding used underneath. Okay. So nothing was soaking up the water. And, uh, you know, it was dried up. Uh, I put a dehumidifier, I put an air purifier. And for three days, that dehumidifier was sucking up the water like nobody's business. So for three days? For three days, that little, okay. I mean, you know, it was literally a patch. It was like, uh, I would say like three uh, three floorboards for like uh, maybe an 18 inch distance had gotten a little soggy, which okay. we addressed right away. Okay. Right. So it was dried up, you know, it was vacuumed out. Um, and then I put this dehumidifier right there, you know, an extra air, a small air purifier right there, just in case. Uh, once it was dry, I also put like borax powder. <laughs> Ah. Uh, but it wasn't needed, you know, borax was a little over the top, but, you know, I, I wasn't taking any chances. This is medical school yeah. for crying out loud. You know, I'm, I'm not ah. taking any chances with brain fog. <laughs> I know. So anyways, so that's what happened. Um, so ah. with, with the garages that can happen, but we were okay with the first floor apartment because uh, not first floor, I mean, second floor apartment second. because the first floor was an open air garage. Okay. Okay. And this was a plus as well because the garage was open air. So all the fumes, et cetera, you know, even during the cold weather, uh, it was always open. Oh, that's nice. So that, that was one, one good thing, you know, properly ventilated. Okay. The garage too, you know, so that's, Okay, then um, I, yeah, so we got the ducts cleaned, we got, then I got a vent filter. 
So it's literally called as a vent filter. If you go on Amazon US, um, and it's uh, one, one of the brands, I mean, there are many brands. It, yeah. It's just, you know, um, search for a vent, V-E-N-T, vent filter. And you'll see some of them are uh, individual cutout sizes. Those are uh, more convenient because, you know, if, if it fits your vent size, you're great. You know, you just have this double-sided tape and you put mm -hmm. it around the vent and you stick the vent filter on. Okay. Okay. Uh, don't stick it too tight. Okay. But uh, if, if it is a pre-cut size, it's fine. Stick it the way it is. Um, but that is, that's giving you extra protection. Now, you know, people will be like, oh, well, you know, you have a filter in the furnace, a good one. Then you had the ducts clean. Um, and now you're putting a filter again on the duct. I'm like, yes. Yes, because accidents happen. You know, yep. what if, right? What if one day the boiler overflows in the furnace room? Okay. So I, I don't want to take that chance, you know, and I, I'm, I'm just making sure, you know, what if um, my son forgets to change the filter every couple months? You know, what if I'm not able to visit? I mean, uh, you know, or I forget to remind him. So mm -hmm. it's good to have that extra protection. Okay. It, Sarah, it took me seven and a half years to heal my son. So I'm not, I know, I I'm know. not compromising. Anything. anything you're right i'm glad i'm glad you did it what you're doing I, I i'm so sad that many people are not doing what you do uh because uh even if you don't have autistic child it's still mold mold is something that can affect everybody everybody anybody exactly exactly what after i started listening to your videos and after i found out actually i started learning what mold is, what kind of places you can, you know, uh, find, what do you avoid? It's like, it's like an ocean. It's too much. It's too much to read. So I like you condensing and, and you know, your videos are very helpful. So what I am, what I'm looking for right now is that how, how can, you know, be this knowledge about mold, you know, I don't want to just keep to myself. I just want also people to know. That's why I'm accepting this webinar. So they, a lot of people I can share with my friends, my family members, so they can take and watch and then, you know, um, uh, and do their own research and do everything that you, you just told us to see. Because I have seen so many houses, so many apartments um, with my fair family, friends. What, what you're saying right now, Forget about those people I have in my own house. When I moved here like three, four years ago, my son, would, because we, I was living in a townhouse, we didn't have carpet. I never lived a carpeted home until I moved this place. Okay. And when I came here, that's when my son's psoriasis just became like wildfire on his body. I started having myself also um, on mental fog, you know, I've seen memory issues with my son. Yes. So when I was here, like one year, I have seen the laundry area. You know, we ha I have the kitchen and then the laundry. I have seen on the ceiling, like, you know, water. I have seen like, it's kind of wet. I called the general office. They just, they came and they say, oh, let's touch it. They have something to touch. 
they see, they said like, okay, um, you know, I think it's not water. Let's check the apartment, you know, uh, yes. uh, up. yeah. They go there, they couldn't find anything. And then I waited six months. It was a circle. Now it's the whole ceiling. Oh my goodness. Oh, it that's. Like, I said, oh. this is going to fall on us. Bless the mold, please. I knew mold a little bit, but I didn't know this, it can affect this much. If I knew that, I would just break my list and leave. I'm, I'm, I'm serious, but I didn't know. Yes. I did not know that mold is that serious. So I called them again on December, two years ago. And I said, when I called you guys, it was just a circle. Now look, it's the whole place. Please, my son has asthma. He's very sensitive. I cannot stay where there is water and moisture and more can be growing inside. I cannot, I have no way to find out. And then they said, okay, they, they cut, they make a cut to see is the, is, if it's wet. It wasn't wet. Then they went back to the apartment before, you know, uh, on top of me. Above you, yeah. Above me. You know what they found out? The washer, the, the washer, you know how they have the washer? That was the, leaking. The washer has like, what do you call? Okay, let me see. The washer was not leaking and you cannot see on the floor the water, but it has like a pad that contained that water. Right. right. They never showed me the water. There. It was maybe years in there. There was an old guy living there. Oh. For years, years, and he had a lot of stuff in in his home. Thank God right. he's, he moved out now. Right. When they found that water pan, that thing, and they said, "Oh, now we know why you know where this is coming from." They seal it. They dry. They did everything. Guess what? It started the same thing right now. Okay, I have seen. I have seen it okay. now again. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, that you, you have to get out of that place. And I know you're, you're trying to see now yeah. that reminds me one of the things that I've shown in my washing machine video is this, that yes, um, there is a usually is a big a plastic basin in which they put the washer. And on top of that, there's the dryer. However, uh, modern new construction apartment buildings have a water alarm that is okay. inside that plastic because it's plastic you know people use bleach in the washer yeah. people use borax you know i recommend borax as well so when that leaks out of course it's going to eat away at the plastic eventually and it could leak to the apartment below however if you have a water leakage alarm again you know it, it look at look in home depot look at look on amazon us you will see those alarms. Like as soon as water hits the alarm, it gives out a sharp beep. Okay. So you know that, you know, uh, some kind of water has leaked out. Now, I, I recommend those alarms under every sink. Okay. Under the bathroom sink, under the kitchen sink, um, you know, a, near the bathroom tub because sometimes if you have a special needs child and you're leaving your child in the tub just for you know just I mean it, safely and they're playing water might leak out for whatever reason so have an alarm there it beeps pretty loud so okay. I guess you know if, if apartment complex does not provide you with that water leakage uh, mm. that's code you know if if you are running out to someone that's code that's building code that you need to have that alarm there but uh, 
just like they have the sprinkler system, they yes. need to have those alarms on in-unit washer dryers. So that is very important. Now, speaking of mold growth, okay, uh, mold growth is can be affected greatly adversely by or any environmental toxins. If you have yeah. a small leakage, that leakage is dried up. Now you only seeing that yellow spot. That yellow spot, why do you think it's yellow? Yeah, it's old water, but it's yellow because bacteria have accumulated. Okay. That's why. So in, in order to avoid that, it's very important that in your laundry area, there needs to be a dehumidifier, a small okay. one. You know, they have small pine size. And again, in my washing machine video, I have shown that. Now, have a dehumidifier in the kitchen and a dehumidifier in the bathroom okay. as well. So, um, you know, I actually, well, you know, one more step. Uh, the closet in my son's apartment. So the, the wall of the closet. Yes. On the other side is the wall of the shower. Okay. It's a one bedroom apartment, you know, so that's bound yeah. to happen. So what I did was everything looks good. You know, I mean, it was new construction, you know, in the shower, uh, I made sure everything is fine. You know, there's no uh, holes in the caulking in the shower. Uh, we we recaulked everything, but I put a little small size dehumidifier in the bedroom near the closet as well. Okay. And it collects maybe this much water once a week coming through the wall. I mean, it's not leaking. Okay. It's just moisture environment, right? Because there's no ventilation, right? There's the bathroom, there's the bedroom. Yes. The master bedroom closet. So uh, we have dehumidifiers, small size ones. They're not that expensive, 39 bucks, you know, on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's safety. Uh, the, the other day I, I had a webinar where one mom and dad, you know, they heard, uh, heard about this alarm system that I spoke about. And they said it, it saved their life because their garbage disposal leaked. And when the garbage disposal, for whatever reason, fails and leaks in the kitchen sink, mm -hmm. it comes out pretty fast. So yeah. that sharp alarm went off right away, you know, and uh, mom was home and she was able to kind of handle it right away, you know, put paper towels and towels and, mm -hmm. and, and kind of, you know, turn off uh, the d dishwasher or something. So she said that was huge. You know, it, it saved them a lot of expense. That little alarm is what, like, you know, $5. Okay. It's, it's a very sharp alarm. So we have those everywhere. So that's, so now, after you do all this, of course, air purifiers, right? Professional grade. So when you need to um, get air purifiers, you know, inform my staff and we'll call them in for you. Okay, it has to come from uh, a, 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 an environmental medicine mold certified practitioner. I have to call them in for you and they'll make it and they'll send it to you. So, so this is professional grade, one for the living area and one for the bedroom. Mm -hmm. This is what we have um, arrangement. And before moving in, you should install the air purifiers and you should do what is known as a small particle wipe down. Okay, so all of my patients watching this, let me, uh, you know, if, if you need 
Most of you already have the formula, but if you need that proprietary formula, let me know and I will send it over. So it's literally wiping everything down, like, like you know, get a microfiber cloth and wipe everything down with that formula, including walls and ceilings. Okay, is it a solution or? Yes. Um, can we just buy from the store then? Can we just no, buy no, from? No, okay. no, it is, um, it's a formula that you make. Okay. Um, and you you will make like like an um, you know um, uh, it's it's like an all purpose spray. Okay. Right. So you will um, make the formula in in this plastic spray bottle, which is available anywhere. Yeah. And it, uh, in the exact specifications, and you will shake the bottle. Uh, you get a microfiber cloth and wipe. Now, everything has to be wiped down, the blinds, you know, they actually paint these new, new apartments white, flashy, it looks clean, it's not. It took us two days, wow. two days to wipe down a one-bedroom apartment. There was like solid black, brown dust, not black, brown dust everywhere. It's new yeah. construction, you know, especially top of the kitchen cabinets, top of the refrigerators. You know, another thing, uh, speaking of refrigerators, I always turn off the ice maker. I don't have one, so I don't know. Okay. Yeah, uh, and I also turn off the refrigerator water. Okay. Okay, we don't drink water from the refrigerator. We don't get any ice because that's, uh, that's the water line coming in. And I don't want to use that water line, keep it brand new, and we just use our own filtered water. Yes. Right? Because uh, behind the refrigerator, leakage in the ice and water lines is very common. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it, it gets in the walls, it gets behind the cabinets, and you are storing food in the cabinets, okay. and then you're eating it. Okay. So you have to be careful. So yeah, I, I, I usually turn that off. Now, last but not the least, um, well, the, there's a few more things I'll mention what we do, and then, you know, it's up to you. So the extra stuff that I, I always mention to everyone is like bathtub filters and shower filters that should be in, yeah. in your protocols, the SF500 model. I, I did change those ones. Yes. Oh my God, it Big was difference. so scary. It was so, my goodness, when I took it out, it was like yellowish, dusty. Yes. I mean, it was, wow. Change it, even if it is a new construction. How, how often do we need to change those? Uh, it comes with instructions, you know, uh, right now uh, we have installed the Aqua Bliss SF500. Uh, it uh -huh. is in, in, in most of your, uh, most of your instructions as well. So mm -hmm. that, we also uh, soak the shower head in vinegar because sometimes remember these apartment complexes, if they have another building somewhere, they will recycle their stuff. So it's not necessarily a brand new, you know, so anything that is going in, you know, your skin is your largest organ in the body and it absorbs, especially during warm showers and baths, the pores are open and stuff goes in. So filtered water is very important, especially if you're doing Epsom salt baths, right? Putting in uh, uh, the baking soda, et cetera, like um, yeah. 
I, I teach you to do for detoxification. So yeah. yes, so filtration of both the bath water and the shower water is important, especially if you have skin conditions. Eczema, psoriasis, I've had people, um, as soon as they start on the Bionexus detoxification protocol, and then they install the filters, you know, I, I had one patient that was, that had the SF100 model. I said, you know what, your skin is improving already. The eczema, psoriasis was getting better. I said, switch to SF500. Let's see what happens. And boom. So yes. So it, it, there's so many toxins. Um, S500? SF, uh, Sam Frank. Okay, 500. So SF500 is the model of AquaBliss that, um, uh, and it's not the only one. I mean, you know, there are many other filters available on Amazon. Look at the reviews, you know, whichever one um, is compatible with your shower system, right? Because this one may not be compatible yes. with, with yes. all shower systems. You have to check. Yeah. So that so is, that's one. Yeah. I just want to clarify the vinegar. Do I soak the bathtub? I mean, first you say soak it. The, no, the... no. Um, I soak the, the handheld shower head. Oh, I didn't have that one. Okay. I don't yeah, have if that you don't one. have that, then, then that's fine. Yeah. I, I just wanted to be extra careful. Now, uh, Sarah, I forgot to mention the location of the apartment. Oh, okay. Uh, the location that there's only two things to remember there. One is on the outside walls, any wall of the apartment, you should not have the meters. Okay. Oh. These apartment buildings usually have one wall on the outside, the exterior wall, which has all of the meters, right? Okay. Most of them are smart meters, right? You know, water meter, electric meter. Yes. They're all outside and they're usually on one big, uh, big common wall next to each other. Mm -hmm. So you have to be careful that your apartment is not near. I, I mean, you know, absolutely not on your apartment wall. You won't, your, your ASD child won't be able to sleep. Wow. Okay. So no, then yeah. Uh, many apartment buildings on each floor, they have an electric room, electrical room where they yes. have right? So as yeah. far away from the electrical room, you absolutely cannot share a wall. So, you know, um, not right next to the elevator. Electrical rooms are usually on one side of the elevator because elevator needs, needs electric. Yeah. So away from the electric rooms, at least one apartment away from the elevator, not right next to the elevator. So these are extra points if you are looking to go the extra mile for your child. Okay. So that's, you know, because I have children that have seizures that have gotten better on the BioNexus protocol. And then they come back because they make this apartment rental mistake. Or, you know, yeah, I, I had one family that has now moved to Arizona, but uh, mom and the son were absolutely forgot about these meters. And the meter was right outside the bedroom wall. Wow. So I, that, that today. I, didn't, I didn't even check that. Okay, I'll check today. Electric room is next to my uh, my, my apartment now. Because oh. there is another apartment, one, and then electric room, and then I'm two, second one. So, oh my okay. God, I didn't know that. Okay. It's kind of hard. Now see, uh, smart meters are absolutely, I mean, you have to be very careful. 
the electric room, maybe we can mitigate. You know, there, uh, there are devices available where dirty electricity, too much electricity can be mitigated, you know, using the devices. I'll, I'll um, speak to you about that. But um, if it is a smart meter, there are smart meter covers available which block the radiation. But if the radiation is coming into the bedroom, that's just absolutely, you know, um, so there are these small considerations. Now, if you are looking at a, a penthouse apartment, right? Yeah. A top floor. Remember that apartment complexes have um, small mini cell towers on the roof sometimes. So just make sure it's not right on top of your apartment. Okay. Small means mean what? Small cell. mini. Okay. Uh, cell towers. Okay, wow. I would don't want to be near that. <laughs> 5G. Yeah, wow. 5G receivers are, are on top, right? You know, for, for yeah. Wi-Fi for the complex. So just make sure it's not like right uh, on top of your, you know, and don't be shy with your rental agent, you know, just be firm. Like what the heck do they think they are? Like I, I, I you know, you're not wasting their time. You have actual medical needs. And remember, if your child is diagnosed ASD, there is, you know, legally, legally, yeah. they are allowed accommodations. And the apartment building, if they if they give you a hard time, they can get in a lot of trouble. So just remind them that this is, you know, um, yeah. an idea issue, like individuals with disability, well, not really idea, individuals with disability education act, no, not, not that, it's ADA, I'm thinking about school. Yeah. It, it's okay. Americans, uh, Americans with Disability Act, ADA. Okay. So yeah. ADA is very, very serious in the United States. You, you, you cannot mess around with a handicapped person. I know, I know. So I have one question about the formula that we can make. Do we have the ingredients? Yes, you have it in your uh, protocol. Mm -hmm. If you don't, then, you know, message um, okay. and we'll send it to you. Okay. All right. And also the material that they use is because, you know, they, the painting, you know, things that they oh, use. Oh, yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm, yeah. saying, I'm so glad you mentioned that. Yes. So what they, so, you know, before we moved in, uh -huh. uh, they usually say they're going to clean, right? Uh, yeah. They don't really clean. Uh, what clean? If you clean, you know, it, yeah, it wouldn't take me two days. You know, they have the cleaning service, da, 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 and, and yeah. you know, done. But no, they do very basic cleaning, which is not adequate. Um, and um, what what did you just mention? Sorry, the materials that the, the painting, yeah, 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 the painting, the painting on the walls. Yeah. Right, right. What what do we need to ask them? So, you know, I know how. What do you need to avoid? Right, VOCs, VOCs. But they will not do that. They use very basic. Uh, builder grade paint, very basic paint. It smells, you know, it has um, very high VOCs. So what I had requested was I'm going to, you know, I usually start my rental uh, a week before moving in. Okay. So, you know, I mean, I start my lease a week yes. before moving in so I can do the cleaning 
uh, you know, duct, uh, everything that I mentioned today. So I can get all that in place, have the air purifiers in place. Uh, and then I, I tell them not to spray anything in the apartment because, you know, my son has uh, issues, allergies. Um, and then if they are looking to paint again, I had to give them my paint. You know, it, it cost me a couple hundred bucks, but I, I gave them Benjamin Moore, no VOC. Okay. No VOC. So if, if you go to any good Benjamin Moore dealer, and again, I have no affiliation, you know, it's just yeah. the paint I use. Um, and I've had good results. I haven't used any other brand because I, and there are many, if you want to research, you know, there are many other brands, some online, but I found this easy. So I have a really good dealer nearby um, and I got this plain white, no VOC and I gave it to the super and he used that, you know, even if it's new construction, right, they still paint it again for you. Uh, so I said, you know, I know you guys are going to do that. So just use mine. So there was no smell. Okay. So That's when I'm, when I'm renting, if they already uh, use the VOC, how, are they going to tell me? I mean, how, how will no. I know? Well, you have to assume that they use basic builder grade paint. Okay. That's what they do. So should I paint myself then and buy the painting with no VOC? Um, as part of the accommodations, right? Remember I said, you know, that there is a reasonable accommodations for. Yes. As yeah. part of that, uh, you're not giving them any extra work. They are going to paint anyways. But yeah. say you you got to use my paint because it needs to be uh, no VOC. So, you know, they're okay with that. I didn't have okay. any issues. Oh, okay. So if I have the apartment ready, then I can give myself time to paint, to check all of this. And then they're not going to mind if I choose my the color of the painting. Uh, I hope oh, that I don't know. Okay. That, uh, they might want to keep it uniform. Okay, it's okay, the color, but if they just let me do it, the painting, I'll be happy because what about the one they already have? If they have VOC, can I just use the one I buy on top? Uh, yes, you can. I don't think it, it will cover up the VOC. It will still take, you know, a, a couple months to air out, but it might take less if, if you cover it up, yes. It's oh. very important that you tell them no fresh coat of paint. Okay. Just leave it as it is. Okay. And you know, if they are going, if they are going to paint, then tell them that you're going to give them the paint and that's what needs to be used. Okay. Perfect. That's a good idea. Wow. And it works. You know, it works. If, if you go through the ADA accommodations and say that, you know, th this is a disabled person, these are the things, and these are small things and you're, you are providing all the materials, so I know. Um, what is your okay. best? Yeah, what is the best air air purifier that you recommend? Um, that that is something that I have to call in for you. Okay. As your provider, it needs to be a professional strength. You know, there are many out there, right? Okay. Uh, you know, it needs to be HEPA. Needs to have a carbon yeah. pre filter. And what have you, but yes, you know there are uh, a couple of them that have been tested 
by Dr. Shoemaker's team, and I'll, I'll discuss about those at individual appointments. Okay, my last question would be, can mold be in the food that we eat? I saw somewhere that the cereal can have water we drink in the air. Mold can be everywhere. Oh, in the air, yes. But, yeah. uh, you in know, for, keeping your windows open in, in all weather, right? At least 15 minutes, like 10, 15 minutes a day, even if it's very cold, keep it open. Um, what In a house, it's easier. In an apartment, what we have is, uh, if you have a balcony, the easiest thing to do is to install that, you know, the, um, a mesh door. Uh, a magnetic mesh door so you can open the balcony door and the mesh door stays closed. It's a screen, uh, an yeah. automatic mesh screen. Yeah. So the bugs don't come in, but the fresh air comes in. Okay. So, you know, uh, I've, I've instructed my son to open that every day, uh, at least for 10, 15 minutes, even if it's cold, like, you know, five minutes, it's a small apartment, you know, it brings fresh air and your uh, air purifiers, remember, they, they clean and recirculate the air. So if they get fresh air, that's great. And oh, okay. the old air goes out. So, you know, as much as possible, 10, 15 minutes, but if it's really cold, then you can only do five minutes, or maybe you can do like one window in the bedroom, open for five minutes, and and you know open the doors so it circulates through the rest of the apartment. That's uh, that's okay. even better. So that that's important. I don't want to be out of topic. I know this is regarding only the apartment renting, but one of my question: what what about when we travel in? You know, we take care of the house and everything. I have a podcast, sorry. I have a podcast for travels. So you can listen to that. Okay, I can write that. I saw one that you're talking about. You had like, um, you were in a hotel and then you have like, you smell this moist and then you start having mental fog and everything. Right. So I think that will take care of whatever, um, I mean, herbs that you will give us, I think. Yes. So we need to take that with us. I think that will help. And then, when we visit our families, like holidays coming right now, we may travel the Thanksgiving and then we go there and, you know, of course they don't have, you know, they don't, they, they don't have everything that you're talking about. And then what do you recommend that time? What, what we need to do? I mean, okay. Just... So it depends where you go. I mean, uh, uh, are you visiting uh, yeah. abroad? No, in, in the States. In the United States. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so if you're visiting in the United States, you can always take, uh, take uh, you know, an, any good small air purifier with you. Okay. Look, that's what I do. You know, it's, um, uh, it's part of my travel video. So all of the same things will apply. And, and well, okay. one of the things I, I mentioned in my uh, travel video is uh -huh. uh, not, not just hotel rooms, but sometimes when you go stay with family and relatives. Yes, that's, that's so really good. Covers. That's, it is huge. You know, yeah. uh, not everyone can do everything. So a small relapse is possible. But as long as you're continuing the uh, protocol, you know, it, it's going to fall, fall within the bandwidth of the protocol soon enough. Okay. 
Oh my God, that's good. I think we covered a lot. Yes, I we really, did. It was a lot of information. A yeah. lot. I really want to thank you for your time. And I really appreciate what you're doing for all of us. Um, and I will try to do all these things that you mentioned when I'm looking for an apartment. And hopefully maybe I have to buy my own house because I'm tired of it. I'm tired of renting now. And you know, the housing system now here is, is kind of crazy too, because when you're building, yes. when you want to build a house, you know, like me and my son now, we just need a small apartment or a small condo or um, townhouse. Then I have the option to choose, you know, I want this, I want this. But most yes. of the time you find something that all, all is already built and you just buy it, you know? So, so I can use the same, um, same, same guidelines. Yes. Same guidelines when I want to buy. So this is really helpful. I really want to thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. I'm yeah. glad. And, and uh, you know, I hope it will be uh, useful to, to everyone watching as well, because many people have asked me that, you know, and uh, regarding the housing market, I think with, uh, with the, the economy worldwide, the way it yeah. is, you know, it's, it's not a good time. <laughs> not, not that great of a time. Good yeah. time yeah. yeah. So everyone, thank you so much for joining us, you know, joining myself and Sarah today for this uh, um, very important podcast. And I hope to see you um, next time for the next episode of Autism Approved. Till then, be well, and, and I'll see you soon. Thank you for joining Master Herbalist Dr. Jody A. Dashaw, Director of the BioNexus Health Clinic and BioNexus Herbals, on the BioNexus Health Podcast, where we explore and share information and stories about recovering and healing from chronic and environmental illnesses such as mold biotoxin illness, Lyme disease, autism spectrum disorder, fatigue, Crohn's and colitis, mast cell activation syndrome, PANS, and more. Please help us grow our message by subscribing to our podcast channel and sharing the podcast on your social networks. For more information visit bionexushealth.com. Information within this video, audio, or text, collectively known as the podcast, has not been reviewed by the FDA. Nothing within the podcast is intended as or should be construed as medical advice. Information is for general informational and educational purposes only. Consumers of the podcast should consult with their healthcare practitioners for medical recommendations. Seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider. Do not disregard the advice of a healthcare provider based on any information from the podcast. The information within the podcast may contain information concerning dietary supplements or over-the-counter products that are not drugs. Our dietary supplement products are not intended for use as a means to cure, treat, prevent, diagnose, or mitigate any disease or other medical or abnormal condition.